Hello, and welcome to 7-Minute Opinions, your audio guide to thought-provoking arguments from a variety of the week's writers and thinkers. I'm Lily Loofborough, and today's episode is for all my fellow insomniacs out there, because I'm here to tell you the best show to fall asleep to. You know the anxiety that wakes you up in a dark pool of your failings? The uncertainty and self-doubt that hits at night? There's a solution for that. Switch on Netflix, choose a show you've already seen, you know the ending, you can rest. As a Netflix denizen and lifelong insomniac, I've been lulled to sleep by Faulty Towers, Arrested Development, Golden Girls, The Office, Seinfeld, and a long-running favorite, Peep Show. But the clear winner when it comes to sleep TV is Frasier. Here's why. First, the opening and closing credits are perfect. Jazzy, soothing, and they already operate in a kind of dream logic. The theme song is no small consideration when you're trying to fall asleep, especially if you have autoplay on. If sleep is the goal, Peep Show's first season has great opening credits music. Later seasons, not so much. The Office has this problem too. Its opening credits are awful sleep-wise, way too jaunty. The second consideration is the quality and unimportance of the banter. This is where Frasier really shines. You're going to have to adapt. I don't want to adapt. I want to go home. The musicality of Niles and Frasier's back and forth is like a lullaby. Niles, you are home. Kelsey Grammer's voice is even more soothing than Stephen Fry's, and I have tested this. I have a Jeeves and Wooster clock that has a button you can push to make Stephen Fry's voice hypnotize you to sleep. Frasier's is still better. But the most important element to consider when evaluating Frasier's slumber-worthy merits is the cashmere-soft embrace of Frasier and Niles' fictional world. Frasier and Niles spar in a limpid, well-off pool. Their neuroses are gentle and plush. They accept themselves totally, even when they know they're being ridiculous. Take the episode titled Three Valentines. It takes place over three disconnected acts. The first act features Niles preparing for a date alone in Fraser's apartment. David Hyde Pierce offers seven golden minutes that result in Fraser's sofa being covered in stew and lit on fire. I go to sleep to this one often because guess what? Not only is that opening sequence hilarious and totally dialogue-free, but crucially, for sleep purposes, it's a huge disaster that magically has no consequences. Niles destroys Fraser's most precious possession, that reproduction Coco Chanel sofa, and there are no repercussions. The next episode picks up with a sofa clean and perfect and intact. You can even choose specific phrases to address specific problems. If you're suffering from indecision, for example, I'd choose the episode Don Juan in Hell, a two-parter in which Fraser's effort to choose between Lana and Claire, two women he's dating, devolves into a magical confrontation with all the women he's ever been with. Now, this sounds like it should be cathartic and result in some kind of life-changing epiphany, but in practice, it's a soothing erasure of everything that troubles him. If you haven't seen the episode, it ends with him basically snapping his fingers and making all the women in his life disappear. Or maybe you're mourning a lost friend or a broken relationship. In that case, let me recommend one of the Frasier episodes featuring beloved Cheers characters. 
You can try either the episode called The Show Where Woody Shows Up or The Show Where Diane Comes Back. Their simplicity is evident, and while both end with the equivalent of a breakup... Really, Woody, there's nothing to worry about. I know my life may seem rather dreary to you, but uh, it's really quite enjoyable. In, in fact, it's even a lot of fun. It's somehow the opposite of painful. Goodbye, Diane. Goodbye, Fraser. I find season five to be both the best and most sleep-inducing Fraser season. The episode called Voyage of the Damned brings us as close as we ever get to Maris without, of course, ever showing her. The episodes My Fair Fraser and Desperately Seeking Closure make for a great twofer if it takes you a while to fall asleep. Those are the ones where Fraser dates someone more famous than himself. Basically, Fraser makes for great sleep TV because it can be counted on to work through its episode-length problems and land on a pleasantly untroubled status quo. There are obviously a few exceptions. I'd recommend steering clear of any Daphne Niles episodes, like Moon Dance or And the Dish Ran Away with a Spoon. They're just way too intense. And if your insomnia is truly out of control, here's my prescription for a fail-safe Frasier episode sleep formula. It's not for the faint of heart. I have spent years perfecting this. Ready? Here it is. Start with Season 5, Episode 13, The Maris Counselor. This is the one where Niles discovers that his therapist is sleeping with his wife, Maris. It's a brilliant episode. It features silk pajamas. It's great. That'll take you seamlessly into the Ski Lodge, a steamy bottle episode that's less a love triangle than a horny love hexagon with a French ski instructor and no sex. Then you'll slide into the soapily farcical room service, which is one of the most eventful, dramatic, and hilarious Frasier episodes of all time. It's the biggest Niles Fraser crisis in the entire show, and yet, and this is why it's perfect sleep TV, Lilith and the waiter effortlessly steal every scene and everything shakes out just fine. There's ketchup, there's eggs benedict, there's narcolepsy. It's fabulous. One word of warning, the only bad thing about this episode is that it's followed by Beware of Greeks, which is tonally discordant and barely a Fraser episode at all. But luckily, you'll be asleep by then. Good night, Seattle. Sweet dreams. And that does it for this episode of 7-Minute Opinions. Look out for new episodes every Tuesday on iTunes at theweek.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And as a thank you for listening to this episode, we'd like to offer you four risk-free issues of The Week magazine. To get those, visit theweek.com slash for free. I'm Lily Loofborough, and thanks so much for listening. Music